Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yeah. No, it's like you don't have to go find your path. You just have to relax and let your path find you. Time isn't real. Math isn't real. If you focus on magic, you will create magic. That's like a 100% John Stamos guarantee. Yeah, I know. It's like it's like goop if Gwyneth Paltrow was poor. Vibe bitch. Welcome to Superficial Magic, the most magical place on the planet. I am your host, Megan Granger, and boy, oh boy, do we have an episode for you this week. Um, Our guest is Ingrid Iverson, and if you don't know her, you will know her soon. She's a pranic healer, and she's a total hoe for breathwork and essential oils. Can I say hoe? Is that okay? Um, It's not PC, but she is a hoe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so we can leave it. Yeah, yeah. No one send us any emails. If it's true, it's not slander. <laughs> um, she's also our roommate and and our friend. So yeah, we, love we, her. we can say this. We love her very much. Um, we actually recorded this very late at night. Ingrid and I did after doing Kundalini. You spied on us and taped us doing it because it was so ridiculous looking. But jokes on you because our energy was sky high i did get some footage though (laughs) yeah you did it's pretty embarrassing my cat's watching us like "Mm?" um so okay here's what we talk about we talk about our 40-day kundalini challenge that chris is making fun of us for we talk about breath work ingrid puts some essential oils on me and explains what they're doing and then she does a two-minute pranic healing at the end that's amazing if you're driving do not listen to this pranic healing because her sensual ho voice will send you into a trance (laughs) again no emails um okay so the whole thing is very slumber party spirituality friendship chic uh so come join the superficial magic facebook group so we can discuss her tips in real time and now speaking of time which isn't real it's time for the quote of the day. Is that stupid? Here's the quote of the day. It's from Abraham Hicks, per usual. Let's be real. It should be called the Abraham of the day. <laughs> um, it's about our obsession with doing things, quote unquote, right. So here we go. Okay. It isn't what you eat. It's how you feel when you eat it. It isn't what you say. It's how you feel when you say it. It isn't what you do. It's how you feel when you do it. It's only how you feel. So, whoo. That's amazing. Right? I love that. Yeah. It kind of frees you up to not feel like you're always having to do something correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Your emotions let you know when you are a vibrational match to that which you have become. You cannot understand your guidance system unless you understand that you are an extension of source energy. And you cannot understand your guidance system unless you understand that as you've been banging around in physical life, that it has caused you to want things that the source energy part of you has become. And you can't understand your guidance system unless you understand that the source energy part of you has not only ridden the rocket and agreed with your conclusion, but has literally so completely embraced the idea of what you're asking for that it has become it. And now, 
law of attraction is responding to that powerful becoming. So what does that mean to you? Now that law of attraction is responding to it, a powerful current is flowing toward it. In other words, it's like a vortex drawing all things that match that which you're asking for to it. And when you relax and allow yourself to go in the direction of what you've been asking for, you feel the ease of that momentum. If you turn in opposition to it, you feel the struggle or the strain against it. So moving toward what you've become is what we call allowing. Allowing yourself to be that which life has caused you to become. Not going toward it is what we call resistance. Resisting the natural evolution of that which is you. Yeah, Abraham Hicks. Wow. Uh, so that's, that's the thought of the week at the quote of the day. And one last thing, the most important thing, which is what did Crystal Chris learn this week? Um, I learned that I need to prioritize, you know? Yes. Prioritize. Wow. Um, cause I feel like you end up getting caught in this like rat race of life and you're, you're here and you're there and you're filling up all these jars and helping everybody out and responding to, to everything. And then you forget like what's most important, mm. the stuff that moves you forward, makes you feel good, makes you feel happy, makes you feel at peace. And without doing that, you just build up anxiety, you know, and you don't know where it's coming from. So, so how do you know what's, what's the most important thing to do just and how it makes you feel? What's best for me immediately. Mm. Cause I, I need to know that I'm good, you know, Especially lately, I'm I'm going nuts with like doing everybody, every, everyone else's project. Yeah, you know? you're I'm getting lost in it all. You're drowning. I'm drowning. <laughs> Please don't die. <laughs> um. Oh, you also learned what bangs are. Oh yeah, bangs. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know what know, they are. What a bang was. Yeah. Now you know what bangs are, <laughs> and I feel like the I, circle has been completed. Yeah, I need a bang. <laughs> you do not need bangs. A bang. <laughs> that Multiple is like n- not good. <laughs> um, so we have Vibe Hire t-shirts available at superficialmagic.com. Uh, all merch is inspired by me as a five-year-old in my rainbow bright costume that my mom made me. So if you want to support the podcast or read some of Ingrid and I's brilliant blog posts, also go and look there. And the kindest thing you can do is to share and give it five stars and a rating, which means the world to me. So let's do it, vibrators. May the long time sun. I would just like to start off by saying that um, Ingrid is going to talk about essential oils today and you gave me some peppermint and I tried it on and it was very nice but my nose and eyes started immediately running really badly and then I went almost completely blind but I was still trying to be positive about it and I was like I know I love it it's perfect I can see the tears dripping onto your shirt I think she might have put too much. And you were telling me a story and I just had one eye closed <laughs> like a pirate. So, yeah, don't I, I put too much. That can happen. eh? also you're kind of supposed to dilute them, but I just like to put them on straight. Yeah. Some people are more sensitive. <laughs> well, I guess I learned the hard way. Um, 
we're not going to start off talking about essential oils, but we are going to delve straight in because you've had some really weird experiences with them. Not weird. Like you've had some legit experiences with them. Yes. I'm like extreme, which I find weird because I always just thought they were like super dumb. <laughs> like real talk. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you don't have any experience with them, it's just like kind of like a woo woo thing. Like I'm putting in totally. oil. Like what is this stupid oil? Like you're going to put lemon oil on your scab I mean. <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous so you uh you've kind of changed my whole mind on it and we have a bunch of oils out that you're going to be putting in my eyes um <laughs> no on my body and the correct places with in the correct butt. and my butt <laughs> <laughs> you guys this is the first superficial magic slumber party podcast it's very late at night Ingrid and I are roommates and we just did kundalini yoga. So we're in a good, we're in a good space. Um, we're both doing 40 days of kundalini. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you're on day 10. Yes. Day 10. Okay. What's, what's happening? Um, well, the first one was pretty intense. You're supposed to start with five minutes and work your way up to 30 minutes if you can and uh, after, no thanks like after three minutes you just want to die because your arms are falling off and yeah. you're just like crying from discomfort but I feel like it really just brings up I don't know kundalini for me brings up a lot of emotional breakthroughs yeah I mean when you make your body and mind and breath that uncomfortable some stuff's gonna come up yeah, I feel like most people think that it, the meditation is very, like, relaxing, mm-hmm. which f- most of the time is not the case, at least in Kundalini. No. So I've never told you this. I had a spontaneous Kundalini awakening. <laughs> I, I didn't know you were going to say Kundalini. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. So I, this was let's say 10 years ago, which is crazy because it feels like yesterday, I was listening to Oh Brother, Where Art Thou soundtrack. Um, There's this really beautiful song on it called (laughs) Down to the River to Pray, where it's all these people and their voice like melts together. And you're just like, oh, that's so like, it's just beautiful. I'm laying there just an innocent young woman at the end of Runyon Canyon in my dumb apartment, listening to it on repeat. All of a sudden, my body feels like somebody is wrapping string around it from the bottom of my feet to the like so tight, like a cocoon. I could I couldn't move. And it went all the way up to my head and my thoughts completely. You know, when you're meditating and you're like you get present and you're trying to hold on to it. And then a thought come and then you like try to go back to presence. This was like presence was all that there is. And I couldn't remember how to think. And I flipped out (laughs) you weren't ready for that was not ready I shot up into the air like a crazy person I grabbed my cat Fen uh yeah and I ran to the living room shouting no no please no (laughs) and I watched Real Housewives of like Miami this was in a very sad time in Bravo television they had a Miami one yeah so um I'm trying to now reconnect with that kundalini energy 
and in a different way. I was talking to a teacher once and I explained to her that that situation or that experience and she was like, Oh, you had a spontaneous awakening. Okay, what the hell does that mean? So were you practicing a lot and then no. it happened or ran- random? Just randomly Completely happened? Completely randomly happened. Fuck? Can yeah, I have one? I, I want one so badly. I, she said that energy just can sometimes like get uh, like triggered to release and you're not ready for it. Like she said people, like a lot of people who are totally crazy just have had spontaneous awakenings. I mean, I hear, I do hear that if you are not ready for it and you try to move too quickly through your awakening, then you can like flip out pretty much. I was thinking that last night cause I was meditating and like, I'm just like, why do I always need for it to be more than what it is? Like I'm, I'm present. It's fine. Why am I pushing still? I mean, I feel like I actually get, I mean, every time I go to a Kundalini or breath work or something like I wish every time I could have some transcendental experience. Of like course. I, I try not to expect it, but it's hard not to have some <laughs> expectation. Like something, I need a fucking sign. Like, please tell me totally. what is next. It's so funny to like go into that stuff. Like, like I'm not looking for anything. Wink, wink, universe. <laughs> right. <laughs> but fin- sorry, finish what you were saying. Uh, you go in looking for a sign, looking for an answer. Well, I feel like we we do do that but most of the times that i've received like a big message in a breathwork or kundalini have been a little more spontaneous like you can't ask for them they just come yeah. when they're ready to come yeah so i mean this 40 day challenge is much different because obviously you can't just expect something every fucking day that's <laughs> insane <laughs> it would and be yet. amazing and yet <laughs> yeah so i'm learning to definitely let go of that expectation and i've had like the silliest i've even had like just a playful and fun meditation which i normally never think of them as oh yeah they are they are no joke to ingrid she is like you're going to meditate (laughs) you're gonna say murder it (laughs) oh that too like you're very um intense about them which i admire but i like to hear that you're including playfulness as well yeah i feel like i was everyone was out and about in the house and i could hear sounds and someone's vacuuming next to me and then like a cat (laughs) was like rubbing against me and i was just like literally laughing and like smiling because it was just so funny i'm like i'm no matter what i have to do this fucking yeah like i will do this meditation wherever i am otherwise i'm not going to be able to do it every day so you guys kenna who's been a guest and is one of my dearest friends i love her so much we're we're doing a lot of it off of her um her new i guess brand is is really the word for it it's called another reality she spells it interestingly so i'm going to give you guys the exact um the exact instagram name because she has them all on her insta um and they're really really cool so you're doing the addiction one, 40 days to break an addiction, and it can be a mental addiction or an emotional addiction or like, yeah, they went yeah. to like a really, I mean, I don't, I never thought of myself as someone who has an addictive personality. I've never really been addicted to any substance. Yeah. So when I first read the challenge, Me <laughs> I was a little bit like, oh, maybe I should pick a different one to do for the 40 days. But then I watched the video and listened and read uh, the whole thing is about it, the mantra that goes along with it is sa ta na ma 
which is birth, life, death, rebirth. And then it kind of goes into the explanation is obviously not just a physical addiction. We have so many mental loops and patterns that we just tell ourselves that are so outdated and we attach ourselves to them and they aren't even ours. We learn them from somebody or do you, do you just have this like feeling in your chest that you don't even know what the word to describe or how to even describe it. It's just always there. Cause that's, that's what the feeling I feel like I'm addicted to. It's not deeply unpleasant. It's definitely not joyous. It's just like, quote unquote me like my brain has not yet been able to recognize that it's not me Mm, I mean I'm not sure I have that exact feeling but I mean I'm definitely addicted to my comforts Mm -hmm. and my limitations and yeah it's just bringing up a lot of really interesting stuff that I maybe I've recognized I have recognized some of these things I want to let go of but thinking them every day and setting aside time to like use my breath and my brain to like try to break through those things and really truly let them go is really powerful. You were telling me like a year ago you were doing Kundalini every day. You were doing some other stuff every day too. And you were about to like break through to another universe. You said you felt like you were about to start levitating. And then you did exactly what I did when I got that way about a year ago as well. And you immediately stopped doing all of it. Yeah, it wasn't even intentional. I feel like I don't even know what happened. I just was on this path and I was like exponentially increasing my speed. And I was just seeing signs everywhere, every day. So many signs about like what to do next. What are the answers? What is my path? And then I don't know what happened. I just randomly stopped. And, you know, it kind of, you know, here and there. I would go to a class, but nothing like that. I had like this just crazy maybe month or two months. Well, the book that I won't stop talking about, The Big Leap, talks about how we're addicted to our limitations. And so you were going outside of your limitation and it sucked you back in. Me too. What the fuck? So this this meditation that you're doing, the one that's on Kenna's thing, I pulled it up. It's A-N-O-T-H-R bottom slash that's not what that's called what's that called underscore underscore reality so it's another reality but there's no e in another so a-n-o-t-h-r bottom slash reality underscore underscore reality (laughs) and uh she has you know on her stories she has the the cool little things you can do so i highly recommend that um you said something about breath that interested me because you're kind of breath obsessed, I would say. Every time I have some sort of problem, you um, recommend breathing through it. However, just a side note, you did try something different <laughs> last week. <laughs> Which, do you know what I'm going to say? Is it the ear attack? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so um, we had fleas in our house, and I think they were a metaphysical sign of the ego because they would not go away. They kept popping up, and once you killed them, they'd jump. Like, they're disgusting, disgusting, vile creatures. They're just awful. They're awful, and the only person they would bite was you. 
I always get bit. It doesn't matter if it's a mosquito or a spider or a fucking flea. It will find me. Yeah, you were getting bit really, really badly. And I was just getting grossed out really, really badly. And so we took it into our own hands. We took apart the entire house. We vacuumed everything. We went crazy on it. The next day we woke up. uh, We probably went to bed at like 3 a.m. And I was playing the Annie soundtrack and like while we, we were cleaned, mopping the floor and y- none of you knew what it was. So just for those of you listening at home, I don't even know what to say to that. If you also don't know what the any soundtrack does, please let me know, because I thought that was like, I don't know, a reference. Anyway, um, the next day you go verbatim. I'm so glad none of us melted down. And I go oh, <laughs> melted down like no one's going to have a meltdown. We're all, you know, we're adults yeah we grown up (laughs) cut to (laughs) that night the fleas are not gone my car has basically exploded into smoke in the middle of a very busy intersection and I have a very bad earache and I'm very dizzy and I'm screaming and you are flicking holy water (laughs) on me yelling we we and at this, right before this happened, we were brushing the cats to get the fleas off. Oh, my God. She, and then she, like, ran screaming. We were in my room, and she's like, oh, my, I'm getting dizzy. My ear. And then instead of laying on my bed, well, she, just, said she, did, she started sprinting across the house to her room. I'm like, oh, my God, what's happening? I needed my safe space. So I was, like, chasing her to her room. And you were just flicking it on me, yelling, this is real holy water. <laughs> this is real holy water okay anyway i sound insane (laughs) no 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 it's good um but you did you helped a lot i'm fine wow breathing back to back to the real subject at hand how do you know so much about breath work i don't know i just uh (laughs) i just breathe (laughs) uh i mean i've taken a lot of yoga classes and breathwork classes okay i mean they're both centered around your breath and i mean i feel like that's the first tool that like when i was 21 i started going to yoga and i was in a really dark place and i feel like the first tool that i received for helping myself out of my hole was my breath (laughs) and being able to calm myself down and not have like a complete freak out yeah who would have a freak out (laughs) Who would absolutely lose their minds and scream <laughs> running through a house? <laughs> um, you said something interesting, I don't know, a while ago about how it, when people say focus on the breath and you haven't yet gotten in alignment with your breath, it's the most annoying thing you can ever hear. Oh my gosh. One of my, I feel like I have been in the breath work world for a while and I have a really good friend who when I first met him, he was just very intense to me. Um, and he would, in the most inopportune times, I would be so stressed out and he would be like, breathe. I, I would, would punch. I was like, I am going to kill you. Like, mm-hmm. never tell me to breathe. Yeah, ever again. Even though I, what kind of a great reminder is it that your friend would be, remind you that you're... But when you can't, when you're not ready to hear it, it's maddening. Oh my gosh, for sure, maddening. And w- because you're not doing, you're you're doing it right. You can't do it wrong. But like you're not getting, I wasn't getting what that meant. 
I would just be like, okay, I'm breathing differently and then go back to being a crazy person. Yeah, I feel like now breath is my go-to when I'm experiencing any level of stress. It's easy for me to tap into. At the dentist, I had some crazy stuff going on. And then I like immediately go into like some deep breathing to calm myself down. And the dentist is like, oh my God, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm really good actually. Like (laughs) I'm trying, I'm like making my heart rate not explode through my chest. So then why do they make Lamaze people breathe fast? I don't know. seems like you would do some slower breathing. I guess because you're pushing a baby out of, you know, it's a different world. But kind of like a breath of fire. I mean, I haven't had a baby, so I don't. I don't are people still really doing the like? <laughs> <laughs> You're so right. I have no idea. That's probably from like a Steve Martin Father of the Bride too. Uh, I mean, that's reference. what you see on every, all the. You... <laughs> For anyone out there who remembers Frank and Father of the Bride too, <laughs> teaching them Lamas, like where are my girls at and guys. Um, so what kind of breath do you recommend for these stressful situations? Is it like 10 seconds in, hold at the top, 10 seconds out? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, pretty much. I, oh. <laughs> I, I don't know about 10 seconds, but I just breathe in the same amount of counts that I breathe out, and I kind of pause at the top and bottom. Mm-hmm. And that's usually my go-to. <laughs> so... Whitney, our tantric sex expert that we've had on the pod quite a few times, says that breathing is the most important exercise to get in touch with your root chakra and to get all of your energy flowing. And I've heard that from a lot of people that breathing really is their go to. And if you do it hard enough, you are you are high as shit. Like an exercise Whitney had me do. I couldn't finish it I was so scared it was like it it was really scary I mean I was buzzing so hard um so I think you really can break through patterns and stuff using breath yeah I'm the first breath work experience I had I like almost had an orgasm yeah it was insane my entire body was vibrating completely same my hands were like cramped up into these crazy claws I was bawling for like 40 minutes. Are you're in a class when you're doing this? Mm-hmm. With like <laughs> 30 to 100 other people. That's a really big discrepancy, Ingrid. 30 to 100. <laughs> I mean, it could be a there's small studios and like Wanderlust has like a lot of people that show up for them. So we're I mean, it's kind of embarrassing to let go that much in front of other people, but it does bring up that experience for most people I think yeah I feel like most classes I mean at the beginning I could see how it could be pretty uncomfortable if you don't have any experience opening up but everyone's kind of on their own journey no one is looking or listening to you because everyone is like in the middle of the most uncomfortable situation as well and you're just in your own bubble so do you know, and probably the answer is no, and I'm putting you on the spot, but do you know like a good YouTube video or anything like that that people who don't have access to Wonderlust could could do? Um, I would say Yoga Glow is a really good uh, website. I don't know if they have, I think they have spe- breathwork specific videos. I know they have Kundalini on there. It's like 18 bucks a month and there's Ooh. all kinds of amazing stuff on there. Perfect. I'm sure if you Googled like, 
breathwork on like YouTube or something. I feel like I have like two breathwork teachers that I really look up to and I'm sure they have some basic uh, YouTube videos. What's or their names? Uh, Ashley Neese. Mm-hmm. K-N-E-E-S-E? Uh, no, no K. N-E-E-S-E. Okay. And then Aaron Telford. T-E-L-L-F-O-R-D? <laughs> One L-T-E-L-F-O-R-D. <laughs> okay, the, okay, that's good. Uh, I'm going to look into that, certainly. That's very, very neat. So I think it helps to reset your nervous system. They say that animals, like there's like an antelope running from a lion, and it's in a flight or fight situation, and it escapes, and it lives. And then... It doesn't just like think about that moment that it almost got eaten for the rest of its life and like replay it over and over and have triggers and just never recover from that lion chasing it. It hyperventilates really, really fast and then it shakes its whole body and then it walks away. And it's gone. Yeah. And then it just moves on. I'm somehow holding my breath over here. (laughs) (laughs) Trying not to breathe right into the mic. These mics pick up your breath really easily and Chris kind of um scared you by saying you were breathing hard into it yeah I'm scared <laughs> it's um, okay we like to hear you breathing while you talk about breathing it's totally it's totally natural <laughs> um so in regular life we have all these fight or flight situations that come up and we never address them we don't breathe and then we're just supposed to keep smiling because we're at work and then we're you know, at a restaurant and we're in front of like a bunch of people at the grocery store. So we just pretend like all these things that are triggering us and like having arguments or almost getting in a car accident. We just move on. We never even feel it completely. We just like stuff it and it sticks in our bodies all over the place. So the breath work is used to clear all of that out, all of that stored memories of trauma, like big or small. You get to like move through your body. And get rid of them. Whoa. How long, how long do you, how many days do you think in a row if you did like five minutes of breath work would you have to do to notice a difference? Just one. Really? Every, every time I do breath work, it feels pretty intense. Okay. So even just only a few minutes of it. So let's say somebody almost hits you or in my case, I almost hit someone (laughs) and Mm -hmm. uh, you're like, oh shit. Should you just pull over to the side of the road and, and do some breathing and like do it right then? Or can do you have some leeway to, to get mm-hmm. home and get into your own bed that's your safe space to freak out in? Uh, I mean, I feel like there's a couple different types of breath. So I'm sure there's a word for it, but just kind of an even breath in and out. If you were to pull over to the side of the road, that would be very calming and like relax your nervous system. But the one you're doing in a breathwork class normally is going to be active breath. Um, that's the shit that makes you feel like your cells are about to explode and you're about to have a body orgasm and like die yeah right yeah Yeah. that's what Whitney was having me do usually it's like you breathe in once into your belly and you breathe in again into your chest and then you let it all go with an exhale so it's like (sighs) and you're doing that repetitively for like a long time like should you be sitting up or laying down laying down okay so that's something you just that is something you save for like a very safe space. If you remember the last episode, um, the secret key, 
the secret key to the glitter realm. Uh, Mr. Anonymous did that breath work with us for like five minutes. Oh, yeah. We had a little a little circle. Mm -hmm. And I felt really different afterwards. So that's a really good point. I wish Mr. Anonymous was here always to just (laughs) me too. I love take me to like sit down in the middle of your day and let's do a breath work circle and like clear some shit out, you know? Ugh, I love him. Anyway. <laughs> but you guys can't know who he is because he's anonymous. Super secret. <laughs> <laughs> um, essential oils. Ingrid, you got to give us the deets. You got to give us the 411. <laughs> the deets. <laughs> <laughs> spill the beans. Spill the secrets. Have you ever thought of snorting one? I mean, I feel like I kind of do every day. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. So, yeah. They do yeah. go up your nose. Okay. Yeah. How many pounds of peppermint oil do you think 250 pounds of peppermint leaves make? Oh, my gosh. Wait. I j- gave you the answer. I know that <laughs> 250 pounds makes 250 pounds? 250 pounds of peppermint leaf makes one pound of peppermint oil. Oh, okay. I don't even know what I just asked you. I don't know what you said, but I know what you meant. It was... Uh, And I thought you were going to tell me that 250 pounds makes 250 pounds of oil. I was like, what? No. Um, But no. That's what I wanted to share with you. Now you can tell us what really matters. Yeah. I mean, I didn't... I mean, I did not know that fact, but... It takes a lot. I do know it takes a lot of the plant matter to get a very small amount of oil. Well, what struck me about that is that our nose, once it's snorting that, (laughs) that's a lot of sensory. 250 pounds of leaves. I mean, it's not like you're putting a pound under your nose, but you know what I mean? It's it's very concentrated. It's going straight to that part of your brain and like over over stimulating it in a good way. Yeah, almost I think so yeah it's like break it can I was actually thinking about it and I was like could this work on PTSD because our scent you know section of our brain is so connected to our memories and then could you just like overstimulate the whole system and and cause ruckus and and break some patterns I mean it sounds seems like something that would be really uh well suited for a therapy session some sort of um uh calming to go along with a yeah. Readdressing old old things that have happened to you. That would be so cool. I wonder. I mean, I, I looked it up online and people said it, it it's used. So there's that havening um, therapy I was telling you about. Yes. I want to have on, her on the podcast. It's based on what? Uh, it's based on putting yourself in a really relaxed state. It's kind of uh, like a guided meditation while you're bringing up certain uh, mental triggers in your mind your therapist is giving you like this really relaxing touch and guided meditation to help you relive those moments in your mind. You don't really have to bring them up out loud. It's like not, not like talk therapy. It's a little more internal. And then she just does this super relaxing um, touch and voice to you. And it's supposed to put you in that alpha brainwaves and kind of cut those triggers that you might have to those memories. So maybe something with double the up yeah, yeah yeah could really do you know like double double up okay here we are when okay so when is the first time you knew oil actually really worked because until until that point you must have been like me like cool 
I mean, I feel like maybe I was a little different than you. I feel like I had always kind of used them for mood stuff. I feel like they just like stimulated me in the right way. And I felt like as far as a mood. Right. Because you said it would bring you to the present moment. You said that to me before we started. Like that's one thing that it automatically gives you. Yeah. Just the scent of them makes me feel like intoxicated and makes me feel like breathing. And um, I feel like I use them all for a purpose. So picking up an oil and saying like, maybe I need to calm my nerves. I have anxiety. And then that scent automatically brings me into that space of relaxing. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you already knew you liked the scent of it, but you didn't know that it was so powerful until. (laughs) I mean, they have like a lot of medicinal qualities that I did not know. I thought they were just really for like relaxing and like setting the ambiance, but I, uh, I got really into them mainly just for mood stuff. I used lavender and peppermint all the time. Just peppermint has stimulating effects and it's energizing. And the lavender is really calming and soothing. So those were like easy ones for my mood. And I had been using those for like six months, like every day, a bunch of times a day. And then always have terrible seasonal allergies since I was a little kid. And it's springtime, I'm driving to Lake Arrowhead, and I arrive, and there is a yellow layer of pollen over the lake, over the cars, over the ground. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be the worst. I am going to die of allergies. Oh no. And then I didn't get any. Like nothing (laughs) happened. I was like waiting for the moment. My like eyes would start itching and I couldn't see and my throat would be itchy and I would be like so tired and then literally nothing happened and I was so confused and the only thing that I had added to my routine in the past six months was essential oils and it was I looked it up because I was like what is happening to me like am I dying like yeah (laughs) and it said like lavender and peppermint are like the top two for helping with allergies weird weird it was really weird and then you had something with a sunburn am i remembering that correctly yeah yeah i got a really really bad sunburn you're the color of like um (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's beautiful it truly i mean i'm very pale as well but you're like a, a beautiful redhead with white 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 skin so your burns i imagine are not chill because I got hot and so just my shins were sticking out and I was only out for like 30 or 45 minutes and it was if you just heard that sound that was Finn jumping Finn say can we hear a little hello from Finn oh my oh my god oh 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 no! It's so cute. Um, well, that was adorable. <laughs> so you 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 get really burnt. I'm imagining. Yeah. So I put on some aloe when I get home, and then I go to bed, and then I wake up in the middle of the night 
in the most excruciating pain. My legs are like on fire. So I get out of bed to do something about it. And I stand up and like all of my blood vessels and my legs start bursting. It is oh so, so painful. Gosh. And I'm in like a full panic. I like run to the shower and put cold water on it. And then my skin is like blistering and peeling off. It is the worst. And I, in a panic in the middle of the night, I'm like Googling like what the, what can I do that I have at my house? Like I already put aloe and nothing is really making it feel any better. Um, and it said like, uh, tea tree oil and lavender oil so I have that and I put it on there and within like 10 seconds I have like immediate relief that's weird right that's it was, really weird it was a pretty intense um the feeling was so intense and then the calming sensation was also so intense I hung out with this like bro dude once who was just kind of such a douchebag and ironically he owns a essential oil company which is so strange um and I was like so uh does does this stuff work and he was like honestly I don't know how but it actually works and that was kind of a game changer for me because I was like if this dummy is really saying it works then what's up with that and then I got more interested in them and then they started coming to me more frequently of course. And now uh, now I, I really like them. I really, really like them. Uh, the physical stuff, done. Can you tell us about the mental, or the spiritual, I guess it would be called, experience you had? Um, yeah, it was actually in breath work. And I was in a class. And so everyone's laying on the ground with their eyes closed, breathing. And the teacher came over to me and I could smell that she had uh, frankincense that she was putting on everyone, which is really good for your third eye. It's good for opening and connecting to the universe. And as she rubbed it on my forehead, on my third eye, I was immediately transported to another dimension. What was it like? Just like fuzzy love? I wouldn't say that. I just felt like it was super deep and like on another planet. Whoa. And it happened instantly when she touched her forehead with it. Yeah. Like transported through like a portal. Whoa. Do you hear like a car or plane really loud as you're saying that? Maybe we're going through a portal. I think we are. (laughs) We went through a portal. Holy shit. Okay. So you're going to put some of these oils on me, correct? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the first one I have is vetiver. So you're putting it on my finger and I rub it together? Yeah. And then you can put it um, on your, right in between your belly button, in between, right underneath your belly button. Oh, so like my sacral? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's this doing to the second chakra? Uh, It's really grounding. Anything from, like this is from a root, so naturally it would be very grounding. Duh. Mm -hmm. Wow. So much duh. I never thought of that. And then I like to just put some... I'll give you a little more. And I like to rub I like to rub my hands together and then kind of just put it over my nose and just breathe in. Mm. That's really yums. What is that? Vetiver. And you said that's the really expensive stuff. No frankincense. That one's the oh. really expensive one. Um PS, we have a lot of these written down in Ingrid's blog post. So good at superficialmagic.com. Um, the next one I have here is geranium, mm-hmm. which is a flower. Um, 
so this one you can put on your heart um, oh wow anything that's floral is going to be really heart opening this is so crazy i've never thought about using them with the chakra points i know people who like oils are like duh you dummy but wow yes I yes love i love both of these so much these are definitely my go-to's yeah, the geranium and the vetiver are some of my absolute favorites. Um, I have uh, ylang ylang here, Ooh. which has kind of a strange scent. It's really good for like your sex chakra. Why? It's to be very sensual. It's like a, a, also a floral one. Okay, you guys, hold on one second. I'm going to put this in my vagina. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know if you should put it in there. Oh, but... oh so like at the end of your spine, maybe? Mm, I would just put it also actually where you put the vetiver underneath your yeah maybe on the on your um like the end of your tailbone or like yeah. right at the top of your tailbone and then I can also do that right now underneath your belly button. <laughs> okay. But I I like to put it underneath my belly button, and I like to also put it on my heart. Ooh, this one has like a, a like a vibration to it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel that? It like tickles. Like on your skin or like an energy vibration? Um, an energy vibration. Mm. I think. Maybe that's a really good one for you. Yeah. I mean, that would make sense since I haven't had sex since 1993. <laughs> <laughs> I should yeah, this... probably use that. Okay. Um, I'm just kidding, you guys. I have, I've had sex, you know, just kind of <laughs> focusing on me right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. I'm not doing this ever, ever again. She's putting it under her eyes and looking no, at me not, with I'm, expectation. Okay. okay, I'm not putting it under my eyes. I'm putting it like under my nose and then like the little triangle where your nasal cavity would be. But definitely don't put it too close to your eyes because it'll make you cry. Is, what is this? Is this the peppermint again? Mm-hmm. You, give me it. <laughs> Last time she was literally crying. Thank you. Yeah, but I mean, if you have sensitive eyes, you could dilute it or yeah this part but not too close to your eye and then yeah. I like to put it on my like temples and the backs of the backs of my neck <laughs> <laughs> I, I love two. that the temples is just making it so it's like wafting into my eyes from two different directions <laughs> this is exciting oh you know what <laughs> um I mean you're really supposed to dilute a lot of them I just really like how strong they are so Maybe we can put some coconut oil on your head. That's what you were saying. Coconut oil dilutes them. You dropped these in Crystal Chris's. <laughs> you dropped peppermint oil into Crystal Chris's eyes. It was a nightmare. It was a horrible accident. Yeah. And probably pretty dangerous. You definitely don't want peppermint in your eye ever. So you had to warm some coconut oil to take it out? Yeah, you can't really, if the oil is too hot for your skin, you can't just wash it off with water. You have to dilute it with another oil because like oil and water don't mix. Oh my gosh, right. So I never would have thought a, of that. It was in a little like roller ball and it wasn't coming out and he had a headache. And so I kept rolling it. I guess I just wasn't being careful or I, I don't really use roller balls anymore on anyone's head because of what happened. Because <laughs> all of a sudden like 10, <laughs> 10 drops came out poured straight into his eye he started screaming he went running and knocking things over and I of course started having a horrible laugh attack full panic because I felt like oh my god like he was having please help me my head hurts and instead I just poured peppermint straight into his fucking eye 
But do you know what? This is making me think. He has told us before that when he was younger, he would go to take a shower. Oh, my God. <laughs> sh- shut the door. He would shut the door to the bathroom, close his eyes. And then from then on, getting undressed, turning on the shower, taking the shower, getting back to the door would all be with his eyes closed, which I thought must be because that was a fun game. He told me, no, it was because he wanted to make sure that if he ever goes blind, he would know how to take showers. Yeah. So (laughs) in that moment, he was prepared. Oh, my God. He was so prepared. He ran straight for the bathroom and then tried to put water in it, which didn't do anything. So then I started melting coconut oil in my hand and pouring it into his eyeball. It was not good. Okay, Finn, we're ra- we're wrapping it up. I don't know if you're allowed to do this, Ingrid. I had an idea that I thought would be cool. Yeah. Do you think, I know you said you can't do pranic healings if you don't know where people live. But I was thinking maybe we could do like a three-minute silent thing where you could send out some love energy to people and we'll just ask God to send it to them without their address. Okay. Is that cool? Um, yeah. One of the main uh, meditations in pranic healing is the twin hearts. Mm. And basically you just send out love energy. Any Anyone can do it. You don't have to be a healer or anything. Um, but you send, first you send energy to yourself. And then you send that love energy to the people closest to you, maybe in your home, in your family, maybe people you work with, and you just keep spreading it further and further. So the people in your neighborhood, the people in your town, in your city, and then in your state, and then just as it progresses, you fill up the whole world and you just send out love to everybody, all beings everywhere. Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm so excited to, one, I'm going to try to do this with you, by you. And to receive it. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So give them your uh, Insta name now because some people might be like, I don't want to do that. (laughs) I don't want to listen to two people do that. To two people just be silent? Yeah. It's Um, not silence. It's it's intentional silence. (laughs) Um, My Insta name is Ingaroo. So kind of like kangaroo, but it's I-N-G-A-R-O-O. Nice. Perfect. Okay, I'm going to um, set the alarm for three minutes. Okay. Okay. And should I put on some like music or something? Yeah. Okay. Should I put on our Sat Nam music? Um, I might have a song. Okay, so we have a song that is exactly three minutes long, and we are going. Two minutes. We have a song that's exactly two minutes long, and Ingrid is going to talk us through a healing. Take it away. Take a deep breath in. Hold it at the top. And let it all go. You want to start by... You want to start by sending yourself some love. Just a really healing, pink, soft energy. You can hold your hands out in front of you, kind of facing each other like you're holding a ball. And envision that ball of pink light energy. Shri Bhagavati Samir. 
Let it grow bigger and bigger with each breath until it encompasses you completely. Once you feel like you've given yourself enough, you can spread it out to the people that you're closest to. Maybe the people in your home, your family, some people you work with, the people in your neighborhood and on your street. And then after that, just keep expanding it. Encompass your whole city. With each breath, just keep growing it bigger and bigger until it fills the whole state. Every person in the whole country Spread it out to the whole world until the earth is in the very center of your pink ball. Sending out love for all beings. really powerful thank you so much thank you for being on superficial magic thank you for having me thank you for listening to believe You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.